Hey friends, welcome to our digital space. On This Girl Life, we're trying to figure life out. And there's no better way to do that than with your best friend by your side. So join us each week as we bring on experts to help us navigate This Girl Life. All right, here are your hosts, Whitney and Kristen. It's TGL Tuesday. And we're back with another episode. Today's a good one. It's always a good one. It's always a good one. That's the cool thing about TGLs, that you're (laughs) never going to listen to one that's kind of crappy, you know? Yeah. No, today's really good. Um, Happy weekend, guys. We are more than halfway through January. Well, like, happy weekend because it's Tuesday. I hope you had a good weekend. Oh, okay. I was like... We are more, someone told me this weekend, we're more than halfway through the month, which feels crazy to me. Like this month is flying for me. No? Is it just me? No. No. I just thought to myself, is it January or February? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that shows, see, it is going fast. (laughs) Okay. It is. Yeah. Special moment there in my mind. Um, Yeah. It is going by really fast. Yeah. So for all of you out there doing sober January, I commend you. It's almost over. Oh, that's a thing. I forgot. It is a thing. It's not for me. (laughs) Same. (laughs) But no, we are back with episode 41. So I'm excited. Um, This is so funny. I wanted to ask you this and I I shot you that thing the other day. But okay, the other day I was, this is so random. I was at Tiffany's. Like, (laughs) right? Does that take you back to the jewelry store, huh? Yeah. Wow. I had a gift card I found. And oh. I was like, oh, how much is on this? It was 85 bucks. I was like, okay. But anyways, I went in there and the guy was like, oh, can I take your number down? Because I was looking at a couple different things. And he's like, can I text you? And I was like, actually, yes, that is the best way to get a hold of me. Like, I don't like a call. I don't like an email. Like, texting is like yeah. my thing. So I'm curious, like, are you a text person? Are you a call person or an email person? So I feel like the scenario in which you just said, I would probably elicit an email. An email. Okay. Because my texts, okay, this goes back to like my little bit of OCD, but I only keep texts from like the people I text all the time. Mm. So like if you look at my texts, I have like 10 people, you know, like I don't save every text. Like, people that are like, yeah, I can look back at something someone sent me eight years ago. I'm like, nope. If I don't text you, like, every other day, I delete your whole text thread. Oh, wow. See, I can't do – I'm like – see, I'm like the (laughs) – like the – I can't can't throw stuff out. I can't delete it. Yeah, we're polar opposites. Yeah. But then if it was, like, a personal thing, I would always say call me. Well, yeah. Like, you, like, friends. Because I have a girlfriend who texts me, like – Mer- paragraphs and yeah. I'm like please just call me please just yeah, pick, pick up the phone send me a quick like we'll talk for five minutes I get to hear your voice and then we get to be done with this mm-hmm. yeah I'm I've decided recently I'm like I'm gonna send you a video of myself but via text <laughs> you know what I have <laughs> to do <laughs> then I have to go in and delete it because the attachments are so big <laughs> that's true okay that's so funny you just said that because this is a whole nother problem. I don't have like space mm-hmm. at all, right? So you can actually so go I, in and manage all of those and delete them. I did. I did. And I found stuff like random crap. I was like sending to our <laughs> friend Allie and, like all these videos. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, yeah. So I was thinking okay. about it. Um, what was I just going to say? Oh, so this is my current problem. So I have an Apple Watch because the guilt of me not closing my rings helps me work out every day. And 
But the problem is, is when I get a text and I look at it on my watch, it mm. takes the notification away from my phone. Yes. So I yes, have turned I know. into a shitty ass texter, which I usually pride myself yes. on. I'm being fairly quick. I can attest to this. I know. And then I like lay down and I'm looking at my phone and I'm like, oh my God, Whitney texted me six hours ago. I'm such a dick. So to everyone who texts me and I don't respond, that's why. You can blame my Apple Watch. That's why. That's good to know actually because literally the other night I bitched to Kale and I was like, I I don't know where person is. I know. So like if if I don't text you, text me again because it's because I looked at it like while I was working out, changing sometime when I couldn't respond and it Mm -hmm. disappeared. busy. Yeah. See, and I think I am – this is what's so funny. It's like I am that person when it comes to texting. Like nor if you even text me at like 10 o'clock at night, I would most likely text back. Right. So, yeah. But all right. There we We're go. Gonna that was – on Instagram so you guys can Ooh. get in on this debate. Yeah. I love knowing – I love knowing this stuff. I know. Me too. So fun. We are going to do our favorite segment, of course, of TGL, Yay and Nay with Wit and Kay. It's Yay and Nay with Wit and Kay. Oh, shit. Alrighty. What's your yay for the week? Okay. So this is like a yay nay. I went to the doc, the dermatologist last week and I had to get some things removed, which sucks, but I always do because I'm moly. But they gave me this new cleanser because I've just been breaking out kind of bad and they gave me this new cleanser and it is freaking amazing. Like it's already cleared me up. It's, I don't even know how to say it because I don't know those things, but it's like glycolic acid. Is that correct? Glycolic acid. Yes. So it's like Mm -hmm. a really gentle cleaner. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. And I got this towel that's called the makeup eraser. And if you guys don't have one, buy it today. It is life-changing for me. Like you put no soap on it. Wash your face off with this towel. It takes all your makeup off. Then I wash my face with my new glycolic acid and I'm done. Okay. Can we link all this stuff? Yes. In our Amazon store? Yeah. I'll link it all. Because it's the makeup eraser towel is has changed my life forever. Okay. Yes. I mean, all good things. These are all yeah. great products. So you know, and I'm not usually like a beauty product person. I just like use what works, but yeah. it's changing my life, guys. I want to know. I want to know. You know me. I'm like, I love trying new stuff. I yeah. just bought a bunch of ordin- the ordinary. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. I love their yeah. stuff. Um, but yeah, I want to know because I'm down for another cleanser. So. So good. Okay. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Okay. I don't, I'm trying to think of a yay. I do have a yay, but like, I feel like I've done this yay before. I wish you could say your sweatshirt that you're wearing right now because it's V cute, but we're not on video. Amazon. No, but we are. We're going to be on. We're going to, oh, yeah. We're doing a new thing IGTVs. So, yeah, you guys, this is Amazon. So So cute. We'll link it. It's so cute. Yeah. So, I'm, Kale hates it when I wear like camo stuff because he's in the military. He's like, you're a loser. I'm like, I think it's cute. I um, thank you. No, my my yay is going to be Love Island UK, you guys. I have to. I finished it. <laughs> I this can't. is the weirdest TV obsession I've ever heard of. I, I can't. I don't know what is happening. I everybody like is writing me like watches like you know you or like the Aaron Hernandez thing. I'm like, I yeah. don't want to be scared shitless and like want I want stupid people who like I'm sitting there like I never would have done that in my 20s, you know. Oh. Anyway, the last season, you guys, of Love Island UK, I just recommended it to someone because like, oh, I was going to start it. Start UK, episode or season five is the best. I cried like multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I cried. <gasps> Kale's like, you are a loser. 
We need to get Love Island to sponsor us because you talk about it so much. I know. We really should. And they should. What's so funny is like, I don't even like the US one. And I started, someone said, start Australia. It's not the same. (laughs) Those Brits are so entertaining. For your your, like well-being, I hope that they never cancel the show. I know. Because you you might not make it. Honestly, they're never going to cancel it over in the UK. You guys, these people go in with like 2,000 followers on Instagram and she came out with a 2 million. Like they literally go in and they're bigger than Bachelor stars. Over there. Wow. Yeah. Anyways. All right. right. That's my yay. (laughs) Okay. That's a good one. I know. Nay. Nay. So this is like a yay nay again. Um, So Thursday we're going in for Quinny to get potentially tested for tubes in her ear. Yeah. Um, And I'm just nervous because she has to go under. But I also think it's going to be really positive because she's on medicine right now for an ear infection. And she's had four since November. Yeah. And our doctor, yeah. she just, he looked at her ear canal and it's just like not the way it's supposed to be, you know, like, and so I think it's just going to be a game changer. Yes. And let me tell you, as one of the nurses that was pre- her pre-op and packing nurse, she <laughs> will do great. I had so yeah. many kids get tubes and yeah. they're just like, I mean, it's it's so difficult when they're little, but like yeah. they're more it's easier than you think. There's just right. like a couple hard parts and then right. it's way easier. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. And our doctor was like, It's gonna change her life. Like oh, hands so down. I'm a little nervous about it, but I'm also like kind of excited because I'm excited for her because I just feel so sad that she's always feels like crap. I know. Yeah. So oh. that's my nay yay. Yeah, that is. That I, those positive and negatives, yeah. For sure. Um so mine has to be, you know, I think it has to be, this is, again, I guess it could be like a yay nay, but Blakely's birthday's coming up. Okay. She's going to be four. And like, I'm that mom that she really like wants a birthday party, but I'm the one that's like, really? Like, I Do want- it for your kid, girl. I know, but it's, I know. And I am. But it's, it's, um, I just like don't, I'm not that, I'm not that personable. You would think I am, but I'm like not that personable to like have all these moms around me. Is that weird? But so you could only do it for like an hour. I know. You know, like it doesn't have to be that long. No. You don't have to do presents. You could just do cake, come hang out and call it a day. Yeah. And that's true. The the only other thing it's really, you know, because of where we live, I had to find a spot. It's like a whole thing, right? Yeah. It is a whole thing. I, I have to figure that out, and she keeps talking about it, and so it's, like, looming over me. <laughs> so, and then she'll be like, I want a unicorn because her friend just had a unicorn. No, she right. won't. She actually really won't do that. But, um, yeah, so that's, like, what I'm – it's, like, a nay, but I know it's going to turn into a fabulous yeah. Yeah. So. You know what one of my girlfriends does because she has two kids and, like, birthday parties are a lot mm-hmm. is she does it every other year. So, that's like, smart. every other year they have, like, a big one where, like mm-hmm. – they invite all the friends. And then the other year, it's just like family and, you know, like very close friends. Mm-hmm. But she's like, we have two kids if I had a th- and they are like a month apart. So she's like, oh. if I had to throw like big birthday parties, like it would yeah. kill me. So, yeah, that's what she does. Some people are meant for it. Like you guys, my sister is meant for it. She works for a party planning company. Yeah, I love Kristen, it. meant for love it. it. <laughs> These parties, I'm just like, okay, how can I sneak champagne <laughs> to the party um that's me 
That's why you just got to do your own because we had booze at Quinn's first birthday, you know? You got to do it. Yeah. So anyways, yay nay with Whit and Kay. You're welcome for that. (laughs) Guys, I, before we jump into who we're talking about today, I just wanted to say thank you to everyone who is participating in the Bachelor Fantasy League. We have like 19 girls participating, which is so freaking fun. I know. And I just wanted to shout out to all of you guys that are playing. And I'm glad that you decided to play. It's so fun. Have you looked at the rankings? I haven't this week yet. I, I just oh, looked before last week. So I my sister looked. said one girl got them all right. Kaylin missed what? one. She what? was like, yeah. And Kaylin, like, she, we were, she goes, I haven't even, she literally that day, she's like, I haven't even put them in. I'm like, I haven't either. So I know I sucked. I was like, I don't know who's going in, but right. it's super fun. It's so fun. And it's kind of cool for next time now we know that you can mm-hmm. do it after the first episode. Because mm-hmm. I made a lot of my picks before the first, before I had known oh, anyone. Okay. And so, like, then I made, like, my last couple rounds after the second episode, after the first episode, and I feel like I did a little better. Yeah. Because you get to know them. Like, you know who's going to be the nut. Oh, you can tell. I will say, um, we have we have to try to get a couple of these girls on, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. But... I don't know. It'd be interesting to get Ashley's perspective. Maybe we should see if Ashley will come back on and talk to us for a few minutes about it. Yeah, we should. Yeah. Because I feel like this season also, his girls are banging. Yeah. Like, they're all gorgeous girls. They are. Yeah. They are really cute girls. Really cute girls. I will say, this might be the most romantic season (laughs) because it's, like, all over the place. It really is. Yeah. So anyways, really thank you for participating. I'm glad yeah. to. And the prize is going to be really fun yeah. for whoever wins. So yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Cool. Also, side note, I really wanted to say this, Kay, because um, we have, like yesterday I had this sweet girl write me that she left a review. And we keep saying it means so much when you guys write, write us reviews. So you, we know yeah. what you like. We know what you want to hear. Um, and maybe what you're not liking. So Totally. If you're listening right now on iTunes, write us a review and then DM us a screenshot so we can send you. I wish like, yeah, I should like have them out. They're over here. I know. And Mine I are downstairs like, too. Oh, Shoot. Here. You know. um, Guys, they're so cute. Everyone loves a coffee mug, especially an Instagrammable one. Yeah, this one's, oh, they're so cute. They're so cute. So mm-hmm. yes. So you need to do it. And I'll be sending you. you a mug next time, guys. Yeah. Okay. Today. <sighs> Oh my gosh, guys. Today I'm so excited. We have the sweetest. Can I first of all, I'm obsessed with Canadians all of a sudden. Can I just say that? <laughs> Does I, Canada have a love island? They should, because <laughs> we'll be on it. Um, we have Samantha Cutler, Fit Fatal. She is so sweet and she walks us through. We did kind of a new interview technique with her this time, and it's freaking awesome because I feel like we got some really good answers. So She walks into all her favorite workouts, some great tips for us to really start 2020 on top of our fitness game. Podcasting tips. Yeah, podcasting tips and just being a cool girl. And she's the sweetest girl ever. So I'm really excited for you guys to listen, get encouraged and inspired, first of all. And yeah, just start your week off really strong. So happy TGL Tuesday. We are pumped today, you guys. We have Samantha Cutler on of The Fit Fatale. She is a health coach. She is a fitness blogger. She has her own podcast we're going to talk about. And we're excited to dive into the world of fitness and health. So welcome, Samantha. 
Hey guys, thanks so much for having me. Samantha, we're excited to have you. I feel like you're right up Whitney's alley. Whitney is nurse. She's a nurse, soon to be nurse practitioner, and she loves everything health and wellness. And so when she brought you to my attention, I was like, girl, this is like your dream guest of 2020. I feel like, like she's right up your alley. So we're excited to have you and hear all things that you have to teach us. Oh, you guys are so sweet. Well, I'm so happy to be here. It's nice to be on the flip side every now and then. <laughs> as you guys know, I have a podcast as well. And it's so fascinating for me to interview other people, but somehow way less stressful to just feel like I don't need to come up with the questions and lead the conversation. <laughs> I'm like, you guys take it away. <laughs> so well, nice we're, we're glad you can just relax and just yeah. chat with us today. So we'll start out by just introducing yourself to our audience and what you're all about. Yeah, totally. So um, I started my blog, The Fit Fatale, about three years ago now. And prior to that, I was blogging for two years. Um, that was general lifestyle. And about three years ago, I decided to take it to health and fitness. Um, it changed my life by getting into the fitness world and the health scene. And I figured that was more of a direction I wanted to communicate with people versus just a broad lifestyle. Um, although now it's kind of come back to more lifestyle, except it always has an undertone of health and fitness. So I do reflect back on everything that I'm posting and communicating and making sure that I'm sharing value with readers and followers. Um, and so that started originally as a blog and as an Instagram. And now we've launched into a podcast. I also have ebook and different downloadable resources for everyone. And like I said, the podcast is such a huge passion project of mine. I'm sure you guys know. It's so nice to shed light on the other side and the entrepreneurs. And um, within my podcast, we focus specifically on wellness entrepreneurs that are building brands to better people's lives. So that could be trainers um, or, you know, different doctors, medical specialists or entrepreneurs that have brands. It could be even in the like a swimsuit space, but their missions within the brand are really designed to make the world a better place and, and people to find, you know, a little bit more of daily happiness. And that's, that's where that came from. And then recently last year, I just launched my new baby, which is called Clout Jam. And that is a application for influencers to manage all of their campaigns and business in one place. And that was actually started, my boyfriend and I started it together because he comes from an ad tech background. And after, you know, me coming home every night and sort of complaining about the issues within my business, it turned into, okay, well, how can we fix that? There's obviously, you know, huge growing micro, especially market for influencers. I'm sure a lot of you are facing the same issues. And after, you know, building that out for, I guess, you know, six to eight months before even kind of launching with the the initial concept and bringing on developers. Um, anyway, there was a whole other side of the business. <laughs> but yeah, so that's, that's my new baby that's been taking up a lot, a lot of our time um, in our household for sure. You definitely seem to have like, just listening, just like, a, you knew your purpose, like you figured out this undertone of health and wellness, you figured out your purpose and you were, you just went full force. I did a little bit of research and it sounded like in 2017, cause you had a, another job, right? And you just yeah. left it and you were like, this is my purpose, my passion. And that sounded like it was your turning point in 2017 where you're like, bye job. I'm focusing fully on that. Mm -hmm. So like, 
talk a little bit about finding that just like turning point to where you're like, okay, I'm going to leave everything behind and focus solely on fitness and health. I think one of the coolest parts of wellness, and this is what fascinates me the most about it, is the more you respect your body and take care of it and pay attention to it, the more it serves you. And what I find the most interesting about that is it answers all the questions for you. You need to, you don't need to continuously question every action. Your intuition gets stronger. You're, you have a sense of the energies around you. And it's the same when it comes to like workout. If your body's like, Hey, I'm not working out today. If you actually listen to it, it only gets stronger and then it tells you and it wants to work out and it wants to not work out. And I feel the same about food and I felt the same about my career. And as I started diving into following that path and getting into the fitness world, I felt that same feeling. And I just knew, like you said, it was your your calling and your purpose. Um, I love that word purpose. I find it such, you know an interesting word in 2020 because we all want to have a purpose. There is, there are so many crappy things going on in the world and a lot of people want to have some type of purpose or mission or contribute in a positive way to the greater good. And that might be just someone getting home and saying like, you know, you motivated me to get to the gym today, or it might be, someone leaving their job and completely changing their entire life because you inspire them to. And those are, that's sort of what keeps me doing what I do and sharing the information. Um, And back to leaving my corporate job, it was a really, really hard process. And that's why I, I love interviewing different entrepreneurs and understanding how they got there. Did you just leave school and come up with this idea? Or, you know, did you work in the corporate world for 10, 15 years and go, this is not for me? How did that story evolve for everyone individually? And I think that's one of the most fascinating processes to understand in the entrepreneurial world. I love that you said your purpose is like that moment where someone tells you or like, the shining moment in all of this Mm -hmm. is that moment when someone tells you that you've changed their life or that you've, you know, encouraged them to do something. So in all of what you're, what you have going, because you have a lot going, what do you think, what do you find to be the most fulfilling in helping people with their fitness goals, their health goals? What would say, what would you say that is? There's two parts. Um, I mean, you're asking fulfilling. So that's sort of like (laughs) a a bit of a self-reflection, right? It's maybe not necessarily what serves them best, but what serves me and what I do Part of it is connecting with others and just finding the community and the like-minded souls that are out there. I think that drives a lot of my own purpose and my own fulfillment. Um, You know, I put out, I'll put out silly things on your Instagram stories, especially, and you have these people that just resonate like, yeah, Mm -hmm. I've been there. And it doesn't need to be the most vulnerable moment. It can be something silly. Like a couple of days ago, I was waiting on the line for Air Canada and my delivery called it was like Sunday we were having ramen and the delivery called and I hit answer and the person hung up at the same time anyway long story short after an hour and a half of Air Canada my phone call drops and I'm like okay this is it I'm not calling them it's over like done and so I just had no one to say anything to so I posted on Instagram and I got so many responses (laughs) like girl I feel you you know I connect with that and it doesn't need to always be the most vulnerable 
I think there's a balance in that of connecting with people in all different arrays and spectrums. Um, and I would say that's my most fulfilling in my purpose. I'm sure other people have different reasons yeah. in regards to following me. No, I feel like that touches on a lot of what Whitney and I are trying to create is like community. That's all yeah. people want is to feel close to people and to feel like people relate funny, happy, sad, good, bad. Mm-hmm. It's just creating that space where everyone can come together and feel heard, I think. Yeah. And it's hard now within social media where everyone easily has a voice, but I always say, you know, and this is part of my mission within building Clout Jam as well is the influencer world is the most public yet isolating profession you can take because you're putting yourself completely out there, but you're also a one man show. And, you know, those in the past five years are really leading the way in this industry five, 10 years, if we're looking at, you know, back in the past of, you know, like Kara Fragney and a lot of people that led that path. It's a new way of taking a business and no one's been there before. You feel so alone. You have so many questions. It's always like, oh, I'm not showing you what I got paid. There's no open door to this world. And that's something that I think needs to be broken down in a professional way, but still needs to be broken down because it's our job is to create communities for others. Why is that world becoming isolating for ourselves? Definitely. And honestly, I mean, listen here, people, because we have a lot of like bloggers and I mean, mm-hmm. it, it definitely is um, isolating and there is not one formula that works mm-hmm. for like each of us. Like, everything's so different. And so, he, you know, listen to exactly what she's saying, because I feel like you have, you know, you've been able to do you and build something. Um, but also, you know, watch, I don't know, I feel like what, I don't even know where I'm going. I'm like, in my mind, (laughs) thinking about all these things, you guys, but you honestly, you've touched on so many points to take away if you're building something to just, there isn't one, like, set way of doing it. And to do you connect with your community. Um, Yeah, it's it's what we are trying to do here. So I love that. And I hope people take take away that little nugget today. So, okay, we wanted to dive into some other fun topics and we thought it would be really fun to do it in a different way. So we're going to do a five, four, three, two, one method, what we talked about before, and we're gonna ask you some things um, related to health and food. So, all right, you ready? Let's do it. (laughs) I'm ready. Why not? Okay. So for five, we wanted to know your five favorite workouts to tone this 2020. Okay, so right off the bat, we're already starting with a hard one. Um, It's not hard. It's just I love so many different kinds of workouts. So I'll give you my favorite. And I don't know if they're just for 2020, but it's definitely become my go-to sort of like routine of mixing these up. So I love anything that's a bar class. Everyone, it's you know, it's been so hot for the past couple of years, but I think bar has now reached a whole other level, and it's definitely a vibe feeling. And uh, you know, there's a couple studios that are across North America that have come up, like Bar Three, and so many. And so that's one of my definitely my favorite workouts, especially if you're toning legs. If we want to talk about like areas specifically, I think bar is one of the best for leg toning. No, no. Um, 
noted. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're just, it's yeah, it's the best. And it's also a great workout if you're not like I've, I've changed my workout system to be a lot more low impact and bar can be low impact, but still has spurts of cardio. So I'm actually a bar certified instructor. I don't teach, but I'm so I just sort of understand the method when you make the class. And I find it so fascinating to, to see how you can do like these lower impact workouts that still get your heart rate going. So I think that's an amazing one. Um, also I'm absolutely in love with Legree. I don't know if you guys have tried it. No. What is this? <laughs> so Legree is, um, have you ever done anything on a megaformer? No. It is similar to a reformer, but it's a lot bigger. It's bulkier. It's usually a reformer kind of looks like a little bit more dainty and is often in wood and a megaformer is black and it's fast and it has the springs often sometimes on both sides or you would move from one end to the other, whereas a reformer is all sort of centralized. And so Legree is a workout um, that was coined Legree. I believe it's the founder's last name. And so they've popped up sort of all across North America as well. And they're all on a megaformer um, cool. or a specific Legree machine. And it is like 50 minutes of abs <laughs> and planks and we were talking about moves before but you know going like into these they all have funny weird names like I mean bird dogs not that weird, but they all have funny names and like <laughs> climbing bear and whatever anyway it's a, one of the best workouts um I've ever done and it's like insane so that's definitely up there I'm gonna have to look at San Diego for that <laughs> yes I'm a hundred percent. They have it for no, sure. Yeah. They have everything. I just need to yeah. be more gutsy and try stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have class pass out there? Um, we have it. Do you? Yeah. I don't even I know love what that class is. Pass. So class pass is, um, it's a app on your phone where different studios will register and you can get credits. And so instead of having to create like a mind body for every single studio you go to or buy different packs, you would do it within ClassPass. So let's say you got like 100 credits a month. You then can choose how you want to spend them. So like a Legree class might be more credits than, I don't know, some type of like bar class you would attend. But they all vary based off of what the studio would charge. And it's great because you don't have to stress. Like you just go on one app to book all the different studios in your neighborhood. That's amazing. I don't know yeah. how I make fitness. I mean, like workout every day, but I just do it by myself. Okay. That's amazing for someone who's in classes, loves classes. You guys, I'm going to look at it now. <laughs> <laughs> you need to, you need to download it. It is like, it's amazing. Yeah. My, when my boyfriend was still in New York, he got me onto it. Cause he's like, you need to come to these classes with me. And I was like, but I'm not a member. Like, what do you mean? And then since then I never got rid of it. Even when now we have it in Canada and Toronto and Montreal and such. But even that I kept it for when I was traveling. Like it's awesome. You just, you see reviews, you see teacher reviews. It's so great. That's so smart. I didn't even think yeah. about it to when, if someone travels around to see a class. So yeah, brilliant. It's nice okay. that you're not always having to buy something when you go somewhere else that so you just, it's awesome. Yeah. You like get a starter pack somewhere, but you're never going to be back in that city for another <laughs> year before the like starter pack expires. So <laughs> yeah. Um, but on that note, just because Whitney, you said you work out a lot at home do you do BBG? Um, so I tried. I've tried, I've ever all, tried all the different. So I've done sweat. I've done mm -hmm. mat, the um, macros. Gosh, what's her name? The yoga one? No. Um, it's a. Yeah, Health well. So I do tone it up. That's right great. now I have tone it up. Out. 
I did sweat because I like okay. the, the Australian girl who's like six one well, in it. Like sweat. Oh, is yeah, it okay, sweat? BBG? BBG. Yeah. yeah, that is BBG. So mm -hmm. I, I rotated between those two. And then I tried this other girl who had a different program, but I, yeah, normally I just, I, I do tone it up or I go on YouTube and look for videos. Ooh, mm -hmm. do you, I don't know if you follow Sammy Clark, but she's also has amazing workouts as well. Sammy Clark? She's like a fitness, yeah, no, she's a fitness I influencer. I will look her up though, because I'm always, I'm the girl that I lost all my baby weight at home, doing at home videos, oh. and I believe that if you can't go to the gym, I don't think there's an excuse at all. And I'm kind of tough about it, even to my family. I'm like, get your shit together. Right now, <laughs> on the floor, here, Connor, <laughs> go. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll check her out, though. Yeah. Well, she's great. But I was going to say in regards to, like, workouts to return to and to look at it in 2020, I think Kayla's plan on BBG is incredible, especially if you can't get to those classes or you're maybe in somewhere where like when we go to my boyfriend's family lives in Western Mass and it's like there's no studios near there. I think they have a bar like a pure bar somewhere near them. But besides that, I always do with her with his sister BBG, because if not, I'm not working out for the week. <laughs> We're back like over Thanksgiving or whatever. And I just think if people are listening and they're going like, I don't have the ability to get to any of these, you know, group fitness classes, that's one of the best um, at home options. I also respect her a lot because after she did have her baby, she spoke a lot about her difficulty recovering from pregnancy and during the end of her pregnancy. And she realized how hard her program was. And so she launched a beginner program because she said like, no one can do the first week. And I just assumed everyone could because I can. <laughs> but that's kind of the joke with BBG is like, doesn't matter how fit you are. It's so freaking hard always. And so then for her to come out and be like, no, I had to launch a beginner one. And she also launched um, a postnatal one. So okay. See, I didn't know that because I was doing it last year. And then yeah, I you. started tone it up when I um, I literally took sweat off my phone and did tone it back tone it up again because they actually do have baby, um, mm -hmm. and so it's nice to know. But a hundred percent, I feel like I'm an athlete, and um, well, I mean I was an athlete, okay. and I could not. I I literally could only do like two rounds or three rounds, where it's like five rounds. <laughs> I know, and you're sore no matter what, yeah. no matter how hard you work out, like on a regular <laughs> day basis. I remember I did the challenge. I think it was last January or maybe the one before, and I was like, why can't I walk when I'm a trainer? <laughs> like. <laughs> What's going on here? So I, I respected her a lot for just making some changes and coming out and saying that. And uh, yeah, so that's definitely a good one if you're beginners at home. Good tip. Yeah. Okay. I don't even know if that was five, but. Yeah, we, <laughs> I, we, we got about five things. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Number four. So since you are a podcast host, what are four of your best podcast tips that you've learned throughout your journey? So I love this question. I mean, podcasting is similar to Instagram because it's a newer industry, I guess. Um, it's most similar to like talk show hosts. And I think you don't realize how hard it is until you're on the interview side. But some of the tips that I would suggest are one, listening to who you're interviewing. I've been on interviews where people haven't listened to me or the person you're interviewing isn't listening. So I think it's really important to make sure you're actually part of the conversation, not just running through questions to share that with your viewers or listeners rather. Um, 
and be thoughtful about your questions and your responses. Like, I love that you girls came on here. Like we looked you up, like we've been following, we know all these things. And I think it's important to have a conversation with people where you're thoughtful and you can actually dive into getting the right information out of um, what they're going to bring. Again, with your intros, make sure that you're sharing value and communicating what that value is in the podcast. People don't and won't return again and again for, you know, 30 minutes to an hour to listen if they're not walking away with some type of motivation or inspiration or, you know, reason to wake up the next day and feel motivated about their job or get to the gym, whatever that sort of value is um, of information that you can add. And then last, I would say, and I love this because Lauren and Michael, I love their podcast and Skinny Confidential, which we honestly, I think most people. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're so great. They're yeah. so good and so real. And um, one thing that they always say, and Michael went on to this whole rant about it one time because he's kind of ranty, but in a great way, was that ads on podcasts are great. And the viewer can skip them if they want because you're on your phone. You have the 15-second skip-ahead button. Or they can listen to them. And the reality is that they're part of the business and that people who are hosting podcasts and are building their industry, and this is something that I personally am taking with me in 2020 because I've done a lot of this without advertisements, is it's part of the industry and I think people need to be aware of that and integrate it into, you know, their, their yeah. plan, but also just get it. Like it's, it's a normal part of what it is. There's ads on TV, there's ads on Instagram. And I think within podcasts, people have been so sensitive to it a little bit more cause it's newer. So I think that was a great tip from them. I love that. Let's recap because yeah. we have a lot of people ask us about podcasting and like mm -hmm. how to start. So guys, so key like I love all these tips girl listen to your guests <laughs> I step honestly one. <laughs> like step one start sounds so easy them. but it's not no because like it's not intuitive it's, yeah yeah sometimes you like are trying to think of the next question and like you're so passionate about it so yeah. let them finish their thought listen to them yeah, yeah. next was um oh my gosh be thoughtful. be thoughtful again that goes into like listening to them completely yeah definitely do your, research. do your research. I think that's the hardest one though, because it is time consuming, but do your research because again, it makes for a better episode and provide value, provide good content. That's something that I, for myself do, I'm kind of like a health and wellness blogger myself being a nurse, providing content is always key for me. Like I always want to educate. I'm such an educator. Yeah. I love that. And then get over it guys. Ads are a part of business. <laughs> Yes. Yes. So yes. just know that it comes with it. I love those tips. Those are so great. So, so great. Amazing. Yeah. It's, it, I think in new industries, it's always hard. Um, and also, I mean, if there's people listening that are thinking about starting, I think the last thing is just do it, right? Like I had no idea how to edit or um, even record or do any of that stuff or reach out to guests when you had no viewership. It's just start somewhere. I was interviewing you know, people that I knew within my network initially and just going from there and people want to be on podcasts now. Like that's, that's mm -hmm. what's going on. It's not hard to get guests. So I think just starting is the first step. It is. I will say this guys, check out her podcast. I was listening. You have some amazing guests. Like, thank you. Be well, uh, Kelly, be well, um, yeah. Be yeah. well by Kelly. <laughs> yeah. And, um, 
uh, I always see, I butcher names. Elise, is it Elise Goodman? Yes. Yes. Love her. Oh my Love gosh. her too. Love. She was like so eye-opening on the podcast. I absolutely love chatting with her. She's such just like a hustler and girl boss and the things she's been through is just crazy. Her story. Yeah. So you need to check out, we will provide the link in our, oh, yeah. um, in her bio because you need to check out the podcast. Okay. Um, so three of your most used beauty products. We want to know your favorite ones you can't live without. Okay. So Obviously, I switched between a lot of beauty products. Um, when I was thinking about this question, I was like, hey, what are my diehard ones? So the first, and I always talk about this, is I had really bad acne. So if anyone listening, and I know a lot of people go through this, SLMD, I use every single day as my face wash, and it's the only thing that cleared my skin. Um, and a lot of it was hormonal, but I think it was just leading to more and more because I was putting on makeup and working out, and the bacteria was just building off of it. And it's obviously a topical treatment, so it doesn't heal whatever is inside and causing it, you know, as a nurse. There's so many other different yeah. factors, but that's a diehard, like, it's pretty much the only face wash I use. Um, other than that, La Neige, their water bank eye cream, and this is cheating, I guess, because it's two in one, but their lip mask and their night mask, like, all that stuff is just, I can't even get enough <laughs> of it. Pretty much, I mix up my routine a lot, but there's always at least one or two Laneige products within my routine at any given time. And that lip mask, like, I just can't. Everyone's... Oh, good. Anytime you talk about it, everyone's, like, on that train. <laughs> yeah. I was in a spa a couple months ago in New York, and I was, like, putting it on after the spa because we did these water baths, so it was dehydrating. And the two girls at the front were like, oh, my God, I see it everywhere on Instagram. Is it really all it's cracked out to be? It's like you're like yes. you go. Yes. <laughs> go to everywhere you go. <laughs> get it. Go get now. it. <laughs> um and then lastly, Batiste dry shampoo is the I best. go through those bottles like there's no tomorrow. And they also have one that has like a tint to it. If you have brown hair and you have your grays coming through, they have a bunch of different smells. Like I'm just all about it. I gave some to my assistant and she was like, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to go through the bottles this fast or if I'm like doing it wrong, but I need another one already. So <laughs> it works and you just like, you can't live without it once you start it. So I'd say those three for now. All good recommendations. I need some all. I need all of that. I need to like <laughs> yeah. re-up everything. Everything's like running low. I'm like, I need to re-up for 2020. Okay. Yeah. Number two. What are two foods that you would leave behind in 2019 and two foods that you are adding into your routine in 2020? So this is, this is hard one for me. Um, I have a very interesting approach to nutrition. I think everything in life is, is around like an 80, 20. It's always, you know, stick with the best you can 80% of the time, right? And 20% of the time you can kind of play with it. I strict, I definitely believe that. Um, I never eat meat. So I've always been a vegetarian. So I don't know if that counts in saying like leaving that behind, but um, <laughs> it's never been part of my diet. But in replace of that, Beyond Meat has just been like absolutely thriving in our household this year and like into 2020 actually for Christmas I made giant beyond meat meatballs like we hosted and I took the meat you can get the raw one and make the balls out of it and it was a hit even for the meat eaters so that's one thing cool um 
I also am like totally on this cauliflower crust and pizza trend, which I know so many people are, but now they're making it so easy at home. There's so many different brands coming out. There's vegan brands. Um, we have something here called Farm Boy, which is kind of like a Trader Joe's. So Trader Joe's probably has their own version of it as well. And they do their own like cauliflower crust and it just makes eating pizza not <laughs> like not That's feel good. guilty at all yeah. we eat it all the time for yeah. lunch like I never would have pizza for lunch yeah I yeah. didn't even eat that much pizza and now we're like oh you know we just want a little snack and it's just an easy grab and it's a lot less um a lot more guilt-free I guess if you want to say um and then another thing that I'm loving is this mixture that I have from a company in Toronto that's called Kurtonic. And the company is called Good Goddess, but the mixture is called Kurtonic. And it's a mix of turmeric and ginger and black pepper and a couple different things. So you guys can probably find it online. And it is in the form of a very, um, of, of like a dense dropper. Like you would put a couple drops in a drink and we've been doing that in our soda stream and it tastes like ginger ale minus the sugar cool. and it's like the most crazy anti-bloating concoction that I've ever had so that wow. is something I'm definitely taking into 2020 <laughs> yeah we need I'm gonna write that down at yes I love my here. soda stream too yeah so, I mean too so but good. then sometimes you're like I want a little bit of an extra flavor right um we broke our first soda stream because we tried to make Lambrusco in it, if you guys know what that is. It's like sparkling red wine. <laughs> it says don't do it. That's <laughs> amazing. Like, no, it was, it, I say we very gently. It was obviously my boyfriend. Um, so I'm like, okay, we're, we're going to stick to flat water. But now we've moved on to adding the crotonic into it. And I think that that's where we sit in our safe space. <laughs> I don't know why I don't have a soda stream. I'm going to have to ask my husband, like, why don't we have this? Because I constantly buy LaCroix or, or yep. Sprouts and it's such a money sucker. So yep. I'm sitting here. I'm like, why do I not have half this stuff? <laughs> like, yeah. Awesome. Pass. I need like a workout pass. I need a soda stream. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah. And the soda stream for life. Yeah. And it's like bubblier than bubble water. Yes. Like it's so much more carbon. Oh, it's so good. It's like making my mouth water just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. And just wait, your husband's totally going to steal it from you. Like I fill up a bottle and it's gone within a second. My boyfriend takes it. My best friend says the same thing. Her husband takes it. Like it's just, they don't want it until they have it and they realize it's <laughs> so good. Yeah. All right. It's on the list. It's on the list, guys. <laughs> Amazon list. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited about number one here. Share with our listeners one actionable step that they can take to move forward to better health this year. So this has been a really hot topic in 2019, and I think it'll just continue to be in 2020. Um, but right now, what I can see in health trends and the most important thing you can do in health and sort of reflects back on the beginning of our conversation is mindfulness and becoming aware of your body, um, becoming aware of your mind and how much control you actually have over that. Um, and understanding that your mind is probably your strongest muscle and your most important muscle to work out. And the second I started meditating in my entire 
workout routine and, and health routine in general shifted because your mindset around things slowly shift. Um, and so if there's one thing that I think people can do today, it would be start taking a mindful action, whether that's using the five minute journal as a lot of people love. So that's like reflecting on things that are, um, that you're thankful for that morning. And then at night you're supposed to go back and reflect on, you know, three more things. Or if it's downloading an app for meditation, there's so many out there. There's glow. Um, there's calm app. You can get on like Gabby Bernstein's stuff. So there's so many things that you can do, but doing one of those that can help your mental health and reframe the way you look at health and stress and understand that everything is, a choice, right? And so if you can choose to be responsive and choose decisions out of love rather than fear or rather than being reactive, you slowly start to change your entire life. And a lot of people's issues with weight gain or with food comes from mental health or insecurities or stress. Like weight gain mm -hmm. is so closely linked to stress. If you are stressed, there is no way, like your body genetically, and you know this as a nurse, you guys know this is in the health world, your body genetically holds on to fat. It goes into fight or flight, and it's talked about all the time. And people are like, well, I'm not stressed. I'm not reacting to anything. But it's all about getting in tune with your mind because mm -hmm. most of the time you are, and you might not realize it, right? And yeah. I, think the, oh, I think a cool thing about what you said at kind of the beginning of that was I, it, it's different for everyone, you know, like your version of finding mm -hmm. your own mental health and your own health, healthy mental health is your own journey. So if that's writing in a journal, working out, eating really well, podcasting. And I think that's everyone is trying to find their own yeah. place to, to have healthy mental health is that's like, if I'm saying yeah. that properly, you know, but like finding Absolutely. what that is for you and how that works for you and being mindful, like you said, and just figuring out what works best for you and where you find your peace and your calm. And I think that's so important and sometimes harder said than done, but also something that we can constantly day to day, to day be striving towards. And just to add to that, like getting real about what doesn't serve you because right. everything is or once served you and didn't. And I think that's one of the hardest facts is like, when someone gets, and I get like this as well, when something gets attached or you get attached to it because it changed your life or it served you in a certain way, like Instagram for me, which obviously I love now, but I need to get real about the fact that it's my work, right? Like that can't be my personal moment outlet, which it used to be. And that's how I started getting into blogging and getting into Instagram was, okay, this is my moment away from my corporate job. This is my my thing, my solitude, my reflection, let me write, let me share this photo. I don't care like what anyone thinks, but now I have to get real with the fact that that's turned into my job. And obviously I have, but you can't keep telling yourself, well, that's my moment. Like I'll just write and that will, that will serve that's purpose for me. It can still serve the purpose for your audience. But like I said, it's a different response for you versus them. Mm -hmm. And that's really important to just get real over like, am I saying this is for me? And it's not, or am, is it actually in my best interest? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, again, girl, you're just like speaking to me today. I, because <laughs> I've been thinking about all these things too, as someone like wanting to take my, um, 
blog and Instagram to the mm. next level and like serving people um, and really being able to to niche it down. But it is hard when you've been on Instagram and it's oh, been your place with your friends and your family. But now, um, like to my own horn, I hit 10,000 people. Yeah. And so like for me, I know that I need to really up my game, but it is hard to not share um, the things you've been sharing. And it's almost like retraining your mind, you know, yeah. <laughs> your Instagram mind. Yeah. And one of the hardest things, like I said, I was doing general lifestyle and then I moved to health and fitness and there was certain stuff that I had to reflect on. Like, is this the message I'm trying to share? Like, is this part of, and look at it like a brand. And when you have to shift that, it's kind of like letting it go. And I always say when you, if you leave your job and go do something else, take time to mourn it and to acknowledge that you are leaving your job and it doesn't need to be like easy like that. And so if you shift your Instagram from your personal that you're like, I can't just post those silly pictures of my girlfriends anymore because now I'm looking at this as a business, whatever that is, make your own personal one on the side, which like I totally have. It has literally probably less than a hundred followers. And it's like my aunts and uncles go on there and like, <laughs> you know, Trevor's family and my family. And that's pretty much it. And it's like silly, whatever pictures, but I needed that outlet because you need to be okay with the fact that you're not, mm -hmm. you know, sharing that same information anymore and you're creating a brand rather than a personal outlet. Um, yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, good. You've been spewing good vibes and good info for us all afternoon. I love this so much. Um, one of our favorite segments here on TGL making our shift is yay and nay with Wit and Kay. And it's where we share things that we're currently loving and things that we're currently not loving. So what would be your yay and what would be your nay? So yay is a hundred percent finding alone time, um, resetting, like just having a bit of that. I think people are having a hard time. I'm having a hard time. Like it's just finding those moments and disconnecting from social media. So a hundred percent yay on just doing what feels good and not even questioning it. Um, and then nay, I sort of have like a twofold nay, but I definitely think it's not not flooding your mind with things like we keep saying don't serve you. If people are, you've seen this so much with the start of 2020, if you don't like what someone's posting on Instagram, you don't align with their values, all it is is like images that are making you feel insecure or not great about yourself, I think like a nay to that. We need to just stop feeding ourselves with those feelings because that's what's causing a lot of the mental health issues more so than Instagram, like removing likes or doing all this stuff. I think flooding our, our views with that. Um, and then like just nay to people owning a piece of you. Just that's not necessary. You are there for yourself and you need to set your own boundaries unapologetically. Yeah. Basically, honest, it's, taking responsibility. I love that you said it's not on Instagram. It's on us. Mm -mm. It's yeah. on us as adults to say, yeah, I mean, number one, you can't, you can't take my time up like this. You can't own me in this way, but also like, girl, I can unfollow you. Like if, if you're just getting you. bad vibes, like it is on us. And I love that. Take responsibility yeah. this 2020 and just start focusing right. on your mind and what's going to fill fill you up. I feel like yep. someone very polite created the mute feature at Instagram because it's like, you know, I went to high school with you. Like this ain't for me, 
but I don't want to get into the politics. I'm just going to mute you. And right. <laughs> it was it's one of the best features because it's just, I don't want to see this. It's not serving me. But like, I also don't want to get in a fight with you at my 10 year high school reunion or whatever. So it's like, goodbye. Like, that's it. The mute is the best feature yeah. ever. Yeah. It's yeah. so good. Use the mute, guys. 2020. Yeah. Use the mute. Yeah. Use the mute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here on GGL, we also, Chris and I are best friends. We've been best friends forever. Like, I don't know, 20 years. Yeah. Ugh. Up there. Um, and we have learned so much from each other. So many little nuggets. So we always love to ask our guests, what is the best piece of advice you've received from your best friend? First of all, I love that you guys have been best friends for 20 years. That's like the cutest story ever. You're like just watching you guys and your interactions and stuff. I can see the similarities and people say that about best friends that definitely like vibe on the same wavelength. So I totally get that from you guys. Um, my best friend is like my number one cheerleader and I am to her, but I'm just, I feel like sometimes I learn to be that way because of how good she is to me. And we've been best friends, like same sort of idea. Maybe it's been like 13 years or so. And something that she always tells me, especially when I got into this world is just to decide on your worth. And that doesn't mean whether that's in regards to pricing. She's always helped me so much with pricing. I'll be like, I don't know what to charge people for this or like, what's exclusivity? Like she always will, there's no question on, okay, well, what's someone else charging? What are they doing? She'd be like, well, how much do you feel like X amount of time is worth to you? Like that's all you need to do. And it's the same with whatever brand you decide to work with or you know, if you're going out and getting a job, I, like, I hate this statistic of how women won't ask for raises or have, you know, insecurities about knowing what's going on in their financials in their home. It's like, decide on your worth and don't stand for anything less. And I remember her telling me that, and she still does, you know, when I have my moments of fogginess and I need to call her, she's just, like, I just love her so much, but yeah, I mean, when she said that to me, it just hit home and I hear her voice every time I have to think about that. <laughs> I love a- that. That's what best friends are for. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> totally. I, that's a great, great nugget too. Yes, it is. They bring us back when we don't quite know how to get through the foggy. A hundred percent. Yeah. You're yeah. welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay. Share with our listeners where they can find you. We want you to share the deets so they can stalk you. <laughs> By all means, but hopefully not the you way because I just finished yeah. season two. Not the you way. No. Not like in a really lovely way. Of in the loving way. Yeah. Um, so you guys can find me on the fitfatale.com and that's spelled F-A-T-A-L-E. It's like La Femme Fatale. And my Instagram is the same thing at the fit fatale. You guys can find the podcast. It's called spin skin and other addictions, but you can also just search the fit fatale on iTunes, uh, Spotify, or iHeartRadio. And you guys can also check out clout jam, which is clout C L O U T jam J A M. It's clout like Cardi B like influence, like get your clout on. Um, and I didn't even come up with that. My boyfriend did. <laughs> and it was at, it was before the Cardi B song. We we're like, oh, it's meant to be. So yeah. And you guys can totally send me any DMs or don't feel intimidated to reach out. Send me an email or anything. I get back to everyone as long as they are sending love and good vibes. <laughs> yes, good vibes only. I love that. Well, we will have all of your deets on our website too so that you guys can stalk her, find her, listen to her podcast as well and share the love. So we had such a great time interviewing you and you just gave us so much 
good vibes moving into 2020 and just great tips and inspiration. So we really appreciate you coming on. Of course. Well, thank you guys so much for having me. This was a great way to start first back to week for 2020 for me. So thank you. Yeah.